Israel's military launched a new wave of airstrikes on the region Thursday morning. The Palestinian Health Ministry says more than 1,200 people have been killed and nearly 6,000 wounded by Israeli bombardment. The Health Ministry says it expects hospitals to run out of fuel for generators today, leading to what it calls catastrophic conditions. Joining us now is Naila Shrawa, Oxfam Regional Country Relations Manager in Gaza City. Um, Nigel, thank you so much for sparing this time to speak to us. Um, I know that yesterday, or certainly earlier this week, Oxfam was warning that what's happening in Gaza would lead to a humanitarian catastrophe. Would you say that's already begun? Uh, yes, hi. Thanks for having me, first of all. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, uh, it's very obvious that the crisis is uh, increasing rapidly and there is um, a severe uh, uh, severe impact on, on the population of Gaza, the entire population of Gaza. The numbers of, uh, of displaced uh, people has been increasing, reaching to around 200 uh, plus uh, thousand people uh, within the Gaza Strip. I know most of them are are in, uh, in UNRWA, in uh, UN-administered uh, schools, uh, trying to take shelters there. We are uh, extremely worried because of the tightening of the Israeli siege. We have to be aware that the Israeli siege has been there for more than 15 years. And so when you ask me about electricity, we never had a full day of electricity since more than 15, 16 years. Uh, now we have zero electricity. Before, at the best times, we had eight. And that's just an example, eight hours, I mean. Uh, currently, we are extremely worried about the infrastructure that is responsible for uh, delivering basic uh, services such as water. Um, uh, so electricity affects water directly um, in, in the Gaza Strip. Uh, there is no ability to pump water to the networks. That's also in addition to the severe damages that is not yet clear um, the, 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 extent, uh, the extent of it, but apparently it's going to be very, um, very grave. Um, I think what is also mo mostly important to know that Gaza is already uh, suffering before October 7th. Before October 7th, you had half of the population under poverty. You are living uh, in a situation when there is no economic uh, viability uh, of any activity. Israel has full control about on export and import. Israel conducts uh, regular attacks okay. and that affects uh, yeah. different livelihood groups within the Gaza Strip. Yeah, so just in terms of your immediate concerns, uh, obviously, um, Secretary Blinken is trying to organize a, a humanitarian corridor. That's going to be very difficult to negotiate right now, isn't it, with the Israelis, because they're talking about a complete siege. Uh, but what is the most important thing that you need right now just to get through the next few days? What is really needed immediately is to have a ceasefire to, uh, to, to allow uh, people of Gaza to, to receive uh, support and basic services to at least for paramedics to be able to uh, to have have some work around their um, their hospitals. Hospitals are packed with 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 injuries. Uh, there are still injuries that uh, are uh, are everywhere. There is no uh, accessibility to uh, organizations on the ground to to deliver support. There's no. Uh, ability for uh, us uh, population to move and and get uh, get what we need or um, 
uh, you know, get the water that we need or the food that we need. We need uh, immediate uh, immediate ceasefire so that we uh, are able also to support uh, those who are uh, under um, under these very very harsh circumstances, especially who are taking shelters at the schools and who are being uh, hosted in in just very random places and public places around the Gaza Strip. I, I all everyone I know personally has is not living in their home. Everyone I know is is moving from one place to another, from a public place to another home to a relative, etc. This must uh, must be stopped, and I think it's going to be very worrying in terms of supplies, food supplies, uh, entry of medical supplies. Um, uh, all, all these essential items. Uh, I mean, by the hour, there is a severe, uh, severe suffering in addition to the actual uh, death uh, in in the in the hospitals uh, themselves that are overloaded uh, with, uh, with with injuries and casualties from from the bombings. Just um, please don't continue this interview if you feel like you need to go somewhere else for your safety, Najla. Do you, do you no, need to I leave? Think it's fine. No, I'm good. Is I'm that good. what it's like all the time? Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. Just this morning, there was a massive airstrike at uh, Al Shatik camp, and uh, it's it's extremely shocking the, the images. And I hope these images will make will make news at uh, at your. Um, your channel, uh, for example, where uh, it seems there's a huge massacre. It's a densely populated area where just bodies are under rubble. Uh, I mean, I think the situation is extremely critical and uh, negotiating a safe passage. I'm not sure if this is uh, going to be just to evacuate uh, foreigners or uh, or who. I mean, this does not really respond to what uh, what would what people would need. Of course, it's an interest yeah. of. Uh, you know, I just wanted to ask you about, you know, you just had that, you know, it was obviously a very close explosion and you just sat there and carried on with the interview. Uh, whereas, you know, what, you know, a lot of people watching would assume you would run off and go to some safe space. But is it because you just haven't got anywhere to go and you're just so used to it? Just explain we don't have what shelters, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for raising this. I mean, in, in the entire Gaza Strip, I mean, we don't have shelters. Uh, I mean, the, the, the best circumstances is that you go to a lower level, uh, you know. It, I'm, I'm very lucky I have a basement uh, where that's why I'm receiving more than 12 people in addition to my family uh, who are all now I'm, I'm hosting at, at my place. And, and so they are unable to go back to their homes because they are severely damaged in, in Rimal area that was white. Uh, and um, we're, we're managing to live together. So whenever there is something, you know, kind of close or big like this, we just, you know, uh, walk around in the corridors and then slowly, slowly go to the lower level, etc. And we, we stick around each other. And that's what happened at 5 a.m. this morning, for example, when massive airstrikes were happening near the, the Gaza port um, and, and the west, at the western side of, of the city. Uh, just across across the street from me, there was the, the building that was to, to, totally destroyed. We had to evacuate. We we left uh, running basically with um, in the middle of the night after 1 a.m. Uh, two nights ago, and uh, all of us we were 20 at at, uh, at my house. 20, 20, 22 people uh, who who fled their region came to us. 
then we moved all of us to uh, to different uh, we we split into diff two different place, places i mean you, we're talking about mad situation here a totally mad situation Nigel, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Obviously, your priority is to help these people and these civilians, but this is obviously, this is your life as well, and we've seen that uh, expressed so obviously today. Best of luck with what you're doing, and thank you for making the time. Thank you. Thank you for having me.